Hello aspirants here here into the Aspen voice former union minister mr arun shori moved to supreme court seeking that the sedition law should be declared unconstitutional sedition cases are being filed against the citizens for exercising a very basic very fundamental right that is freedom of speech so on this note let's discuss all about the sedition law and everything about it sedition law were enacted in 17th century england when lawmakers believed that only good opinions of the government should survive as bad opinions were detrimental to the government and monarchy the law on sedition is a hangover from india's colonial past it was originally drafted by lord thomas bemington macaulay in 1837 but was inexplicably omitted when the indian penal code was enacted in 1860 section 124a was inserted in 1870 by an amendment introduced by the sir james stephen when it felt the need for a specific section to deal with the offence It was then used as a tool to oppress the freedom movement and suppress all forms of dissent by Indians against the British rule. The law was first produced, first used to prosecute Bal Gangadhar Tilak in 1897. Twice in the Constitution Assembly, some tried to include sedition as a ground for restricting free speech, but this was vehemently and successfully opposed for fear that it would be used to crush the political dissent. There are many famous sedition trials. A few of them. will be mentioned here the first one is uh, jogendra chandra bose in 1891 the bose is the editor of the newspaper bangobasi wrote an article criticizing the age of consent bill for posing a threat to the religion and for its coercive relationship with the indians and also the most well known cases are three sedition trials of bangada bal gangadhar tilak in the trial of mahatma gandhi in 1922 when gandhi was charged along with shankarlal bankar The Shankarlal Bunker is the proprietor of Young India, and in which Mahatma Gandhi has produced three articles weekly. Currently, the sedition law is a crime. I mean, the sedition is a crime under Section 124A of the Indian Penal Code. Section 124A Indian Penal Code defines sedition as an offence committed when any person, by words either spoken or written. or by signs or by visual representation or otherwise brings or attempts to bring into hatred or contempt or excites or attempts to excite disaffection towards the government established by law in india so okay it is very tough to understand but this is the exact statement so you have to remember it in the crux of the statement can be simply in any way if at all a person is against the government where he can uh, bring the disaffection and also excite the people and provoke the people then they can be charged in uh, sec- under the section 124a indian penal code which is sedition law disaffection here includes disloyalty and all feelings of enmity however comments without exciting or attempting to excite hatred contempt or disaff- disaffection will not constitute an offence under this section and what is the punishment for the offence of sedition Sedition is a non-bailable offence. Punishment under Section 124A ranges from imprisonment up to three years to a lifetime, and to which a fine may be added. A person charged under this law is barred from a government job. That means a person who charged with this law will be banned uh, and will be barred from a government job, but he can take any leadership thing like uh, he can participate in the elections in local bodies and all. So here you have to understand the difference, right? they have to live without their passport and must produce themselves in the court at all times as and when required there is a relevance of sedition law that is freedom of speech often poses difficult questions like the extent to which the state can regulate individual conduct 
since an individual's autonomy is the foundation of the freedom any restriction on it is subject to great scrutiny the constitution of india prescribes reasonable restrictions that can always be imposed on this right in order to ensure its responsibility and exercise and to ensure that it is equally available to all citizens these restrictions are mentioned under article 19 of clause 2 of the constitution of india that is interests of the sovereignty and integrity of india the security of the state friendly relations with foreign state public order decency or morality in relation to contempt of court and also defamation or incitement to an offence will come under this article 19 of clause 2 sedition law helps the government to curb the sectionist uh, movement and other atrocity propaganda there are arguments in favor of sedition law and also against sedition law in favor in section 124a of the indian penal code has its utility in combating anti national sectionist and terrorist elements it protects the elected government from attempts to overthrow the government with violence and illegal means the continued existence of the government established by law is an essential condition of the stability of the state if contempt of court invites penal action contempt of government should also attract punishment many districts in uh, different states face a moist insurgency and rebel groups virtually run a parallel administration these groups openly advocate the overthrow of the state government by revolution against this backdrop the abolition of 124a would be ill advised merely because it has been wrongly invoked in some highly publicized cases but you have to understand there are uh, arguments against the sedition law more than the favor of sedition law so there are so many arguments against it section 124a is relic of colonial legacy and unsuited in a democracy it is a constraint on the legitimate exercise of constitutionally guaranteed freedom of speech and expression sedition leads to a sort of unauthorized self censorship for it produces a chilling effect on free speech it suppresses that every citizen ought to do in a democracy that is raise questions debate disagree and challenge the government's decision if the decision is not favor and not helping the public sedition systematically destroys the soul of gandhi's philosophy that is the right to dissent dissent and criticism of the government are essential ingredients of robust public debate in a vibrant democracy like india they should not be constructed as sedition and also the right to question criticize and change rulers is a very fundamental to the idea of democracy the british who introduced the sedition to oppress indians have themselves abolished the law in their own country there is no reason why should india maintain this law why should not india abolish this section jawaharlal nehru in parliament clarified that the related penal provision of the section 124a was highly objectionable and obnoxious and the sooner we get rid of it it is the better the term used under the section 124a like disaffection are vague and subject to the different interpretation of the whims and fancies of the investigating officers the indian penal code and law and unlawful activities prevention act have provisions that penalize the pe- people who disturb the public order or who tries to overthrow the government with violence and illegal means so technically the ipc and unlawful activities prevention act is sufficient for protecting national integrity there is no need of uh, section 124a the sedition law is being misused as a tool to persecute political dissent a wide and concentrated executive discretion is inbuilt into which permits the blatant abuse in 1979 india ratified ratified the international covenant on civil and political rights which sets forth internationally recognized standards for the protection of freedom of expression however misuse of sedition 
and arbitrary slapping of charges are inconsistent with India's international commitments. There are so many Supreme Court cases and observations, so let's uh, look out the verdicts and observations on sedition. The Supreme Court highlighted debates on sedition in 1950 itself. In its decision in Bridge Bhushan versus the state of Delhi and Ramesh Thapar versus the state of Madras, in these two cases, the court held that a law that restricts speech on the ground that it would disturb public order was unconstitutional. It also held that disturbing the public order will mean nothing less than endangering the foundations of the state or threatening its overthrow. Thus, these decisions prompted the first constitution amendment where Article 19 of Clause 2 was rewritten to replace undermining the security of the state with in the interest of public order. In 1962, the Supreme Court decided on the constitutionality of the Section 1.4a in Kedarnath Singh v. State of Bihar. It upheld the constitutionality of sedition but limited its application to acts involving intention or tendency to create a disorder or disturbance of law and order or incitement or violence. It distinguished these words very strong speech or the use of vigorous words strongly critical of the government. In 1995, the Supreme Court in Balwant case, uh, Balwant Singh was a state of Punjab case, acquitted persons from charge of sedition for shouting slogans such as Khalistan Jindabad and Raj Karega Khalsa outside a cinema after Indira Gandhi's assassination. Instead of looking at the tendency of the words to cause public disorder, the court held that mere sloganering which evoked no public response did not amount to sedition, for which a more over act was required. The accused did not intend to incite people to create disorder and no law and order problem. So actually, it doesn't act any any law and order problem didn't act, occur. So technically, they shouldn't be charged with this sedition. On March 3, 2021, the Supreme Court dismissed the public interest litigation against former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Farooq Abdullah, demanding he be charged with sedition. The Supreme Court said, expression of views which is dissent and the different from the opinion of the government cannot be termed seditious. The Supreme Court also imposed a fine of Rs 50,000 on the petitioner for making an unsubstantiated charge of sedition. The Law Commission of India on Sedition Law in its 39th report, the Law Commission technically rejected the idea of repealing the section. But in the 42nd report, the panel wanted the scope of the section to be expanded to cover the constitution, the legislature and the judiciary in addition to the government to be established by law as institutions against which disaffection should not be tolerated. In August 2018, the Law Commission of India published a consultation paper recommending that it is time to rethink and repeal section 1.4a of the Indian Penal Code that deals with sedition. In the recent consultation paper on sedition, the Law Commission has suggested invoking 1.4a to only criminalize acts committed with the intention to disturb public order or to overthrow the government with violence and illegal means. A legal opinion sought by the Centre on a Law Commission report on the British era sedition law has stated that Section 1.4a clause, uh, quotes sedition as interpreted by the Supreme Court is necessary. Unquote. So, Technically, there is a disutility of the sedition law in the recent times. National Crime Records Bureau data on sedition law says that it has only been collecting separate data on sedition cases since 2014. In 2014, there were 47 cases of the sedition, but that number increased to 70 in 2018. Data from the National Crime Records Bureau show that 194 cases of sedition have been filed since the Citizenship Amendment Act was passed on December 11, 2019. 
more cases of the seditions have been filed since December 11 than in the last three years put together according to the NCRB data. However, the data also show that while the number of sedition cases filed has been going up every year, in the last four years only four cases actually resulted in a conviction. So here you have to understand that the sedition law is somewhat obnoxious. and also it is very important for and the government along with the parliament judiciary and even the civil society should take the responsibilities in judiciary its role is to say that whether the sedition law comes uh, i mean constitutional or not it falls on the judiciary to protect article 19 article 21 of the constitution section 124a should not be misused as a tool to curb the free speech the argument used against the scrapping of the sedition law is that the supreme court has repeatedly observed that a mere possibility of misuse of the provisions does not per se invalidate the legislation democracy has no meaning without freedom and sedition as interpreted and applied by the police and governments is a negation of it hence before the law loses its potency the supreme court being the protector of the fundamental rights of the citizens has to step in and evaluate the law it needs to be examined under the changed facts and circumstances and also on the anvil of ever evolving tests of necessity proportionality and arbitrariness the higher judiciary should use its supervisory powers to sensitize the magistracy and police to the constitutional provisions protecting the free speech and also the definition of the sedition should be narrowed down to include only the issues pertaining to the territorial integrity of the india as well as the sovereignty of the country parliament also has a role to play it is only parliament that revoked a law like pota that is the prevention of terrorism act 2002 which was draconian and flagrantly misused all these laws have always been upheld by the judiciary it is only the parliamentarians when they get a push from the public who swing into action a strong will of parliament holds the key to get rid of this draconian colonial era law that has been used only to suppress dissent given the legal opinions and the views of the government in favor of the law it is unlikely that the section 124a will be scrapped soon however the section should not be misused as a tool to curb the free speech the supreme court given in the kedarnath case on persecution under the law can check its misuse the definition of sedition should be narrowed down and to include only the issues pertaining to territorial integrity as well as the sovereignty of the country the word sedition is extremely nuanced and needs to be applied with caution it is like a cannon that ought not to be used to shoot a mouse but the arsenal also demand the possession of cannons so mostly as a deterrent and on occasion for shooting and civil society also must take the lead role to raise the awareness about the arbitrary arbitrary use of the sedition law and it's the people who have to demand the government so that the parliamentarians will take the step ahead and make the law and unscrap this law so you have to remember one thing that it is the india the largest democracy democratic country in the world and the right to free speech and expression is an essential ingredient of democracy dissent is a lifeblood of democracy but today when the stench of fascism looms large exercising this constitutional right can get one branded as anti national thrown behind bars or a lynch by mob waiting outside the to teach you a lesson clearly dissent criticism of the government questioning politicians all of which are fundamental to the democracy and they have come to be treated as sedition by the police and a section of the magistracy in the prevalent political order such terrorizing of critics and protesters endanger the very idea of democracy 
a law that has especially come in handy for the self-proclaimed nationalists of our times to suppress dissent is the archaic colonial era sedition law. And of course, it is essential to protect the national integrity. So, however, the expression or thought that is not in consonance with the policy of the government of the day should not be considered the sedition. This is all about the sedition law and we hope this draconian law would be repelled as soon as possible. And uh, if you like this episode, please share it to your friends and also the notes related to this particular law can be you can be shared with your friends and also not only for the UPSA aspirants, it is uh, an universal topic. Every citizen should know their rights. So every citizen rights are very important and the kind of citizen law is a bad law technically because the country can be protected even without the sedition law and companies national integrity and sovereignty can be protected even without the sedition law. So the notes will be given in my blog. You can check out my notes and also you can follow me on my blog and also the, my show. Please share my show where I provide all the revision series uh, for the UPSC aspirants for prelims 2021 which is going to be held on October 10th. And also the third wave has come and people, I mean sorry, second wave has gone and third wave is around the corner. People, please stay safe and uh, wear your mask if you're going outside and also stay protected because if third wave is the case, please be prepared, be protected and also stay safe. Uh, on this note, I'm ending, ending my show. I mean, sorry, ending my episode. It's not the show. So, please take care of yourselves.